Hi there, I'm Hugh Roberts, Land Manager at Preston Baker. And I'm Tom Hawes, the Lettings Manager here at Preston Baker. So this is the first video in a series that Tom and I are going to be doing on a regular basis, looking at certain aspects of the property market in Yorkshire and also the national property market. This first video, we're looking at HMOs. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, a potentially really lucrative source of income. But a complete minefield of both local and national policy. Absolutely. So uh, to kick it off, Tom, I've got a quick fire quiz for you. Okay. Can you tell me, without looking at your notes, what an Article <laughs> Need 4... Need to be accurate, Hugh, okay. with this. What is an Article 4 declaration? So an Article 4 declaration is the removal uh, by the local authority of a property owner's permitted development right uh, to operate as a small HMO. I said no book. No, come on then. Okay, okay come on. <laughs> What's the difference between a C4, nice easy one for you, okay. and an HMO license? Okay, so, uh, well, a C4 is, that's the use class, that's essentially what the planning deals with. So, C3 residential dwelling, if you're changing it into a small HMO, the use class for a small HMO is a C4. So, um, so that's really to do with planning and, and use class. An HMO license, and people often confuse these, is really only for larger, sui generis properties, uh, HMOs, five or more households. It used to be across three stories. It's now, it is, if it's over five households living within a dwelling, there are certain standards you need to adhere to. So HMO license, standards, C4, use class and planning. Is there a cost in that? Uh, it depends. It depends. There'll be a charge for HMOs, HMO license, certainly, yes. Yes. Okay, brilliant. Well, Thank you very much. Yeah, um, well done. Well done. Yeah, well done. I think, you yeah, as well. Yeah. I kept my book closed. So, uh, <laughs> there we go. so um, one of the reasons why we started talk, wanting to talk about this was that Tom and I were, talk, were in the office the other day, and Tom, you had a really interesting story. Yeah. About um, about a client that you're working with currently. So, yes. I mean, do you want to go ahead and tell yeah, us a absolutely. About it? So, uh, so I'm working with a um, with a landlord client of ours. Um, we're uh, we're working on several properties, but um, this the second that he's brought to us. I went round. I had a look um, uh, to, uh, to to give him a market appraisal of the property, and uh, and it appeared perfectly set up for three sharers. As ever, I asked him what his thoughts were and uh, and, and who he saw um, residing in the property. He said, well, <laughs> three sharers. Do you see different? And I went, well, no, absolutely. So you've got a C4, um, a C4 planning in place for the uh, for the property, to which he looked at me sort of... Uh, it's a use class. Yeah, he looked at me sort of quizzically and sort of went, well, no, I don't don't need that. Um, it was on a single single tenancy uh, agreement. Um, it had been used as a uh, you know as, as as for three sharers since before Article Four was um, was introduced in Leeds. So then, uh, what's then what's the problem? Because to me, that that's correct. I mean, if he's if he's if that's been a small HMO since prior to two thousand and twelve, when the Article Four came in, what's the problem? He can just crack on. Unless, I mean, how long has he owned it? Well, he so he's owned it for about uh, a year or eighteen months. Okay. He bought it whilst it was uh, whilst it was in tenancy with okay. with three sharers. And he got um, the got the documents. I mean, the the, the sales agent or something like that provided to a solicitor. Well, Dory. He doesn't have any documents uh, and was was sort of uncertain of you know of needing those. Um, okay. You know, uh, so actually, you know. Because it has been um, rented out to three sharers since Article 4 was introduced in 2012, which you were absolutely correct on your date, um, the, uh, the, uh, you know, he, he would be able to apply to the council for a certificate of lawful use. Um, uh, but actually, that's, that's planning quite, uh, well, that, that's proving quite tricky. 
Right. Okay. Um, okay. We've we, we've had to go back to both agents who've let it out and they've managed it, um, you know, uh, for the duration of that time um, to get the uh, to get the contracts to prove that to the. Uh, so happy days. I mean, you can just get the contracts. He's on. He's on his way. Well, in theory, in theory. But uh, one agent's been very helpful. The other one's been an absolute nightmare in not being able to give us the, the contracts that we need. So I suppose in that scenario, if he can't get the contracts, he's got three options. Option one is chance your arm. But, Imagine yeah. there's a lot of people doing that. There are a lot of people who are chancing their arm. Uh, I wouldn't advocate it. I think it's a risk. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's real danger. You could get a financial penalty. Uh Ultimately, the council could shut down your property. Um, wow. In fact, I was talking to a lady only the other day, um, and she has a contact who both of those things has happened to. Wow! Um, so the council are on, you know, that they do know about it, and they are on the ball. So in that scenario, I mean, you're losing your lettings income, mm -hmm. you're losing your capital value from mm -hmm. the fact that it's no longer valued as a small HMO; it's valued on the bricks and mortar. Yeah. You know, so, so it's C three worse less yeah. worse less potentially, and you're getting a fine, and Bills, council tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a nightmare. It can really nightmare. Go, okay. Wow, absolute nightmare. So, what are you doing to help him then? What's the solution that you've come up with for that client? So, as I said to you previously, uh, we're going for a certificate of lawful use. Um, you know, one, as I said to you as well, one of the, uh, you know, one of the agencies has been very helpful and compliant. The other one, I've had to go into on on, on several occasions to uh, to push them forward. We've now got some dates off them, which is which is good, and we're moving it forward uh, with the council. What happens if he can't get that? So if somebody out there can't get hold of that proof since before 2012, but they're running as a small HMO and they're running that risk, what can what are the options well, for them? If stolen they my it? question, Hugh. That's my question to you because okay. you deal with this with planning all the time. Okay. So they've got to go back to the uh, back to square one, haven't they, and uh, and apply for C4 planning. Right. Okay. Well, yes, absolutely. And I suppose you know, you know, in terms of what I can do to help Tom and his team working with the landlords and the clients, we have some fantastic software which gives us the ability when we're looking at uh, is an area saturated with HMOs beyond the quotas that are set out within that within that Article Four declaration. We can look at how many are on the street, how many are in the neighbourhood, and using that data to support an application for why your permitted development rights as a property owner, you, you should be able to use it as a small HMO, um, is invaluable. Even if you see another property that's been rejected on the street, the chances are that you know maybe they just didn't have the data to support the application. And if we can look at that you know, for our landlords and clients, that's the difference between finding you know, a good opportunity and a great opportunity that's really going to really going to yield some good um, some good returns. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, you know, I think uh, you know, I think it's been a very very uh, useful conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah, I ho yeah. hope you who are watching it have uh, you know have, have found it useful too. Um, I, I think I think you're right, Tom. It's really good to sort of just sit here and talk a little bit about you know exactly these kind of issues, which a lot of people out there just don't you know it's hard to get your heads around. Yeah, it so is, yeah. it took me a long time to figure out exactly what the difference was between a, a C4 and an article and, a, and, a, and an HMO license. And look at me now answering your question straight away. So exactly. Happy days. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys. That's the first video that Tom and I have done in uh, what we hope will be a really successful series looking at the property market in Yorkshire. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback about what we can talk about and what we can do differently. Um, so drop us a comment uh, or a direct message to Tom or myself or give us a call. We'd be glad to hear from you. So thank you very much again for watching. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.